Hi, welcome to the Barry Nation podcast, where we support the bariatric community with humor, humility, and honesty. I'm April. I'm Jason. I'm Natalie. And if you are watching this on our YouTube channel, you will see we are living our best summer lives in some of our summer attire, even though Natalie and I are totally faking it because it's 50 degrees and overcast today. Yeah, I uh, the bariatric burr is real. I have a blanket on. Um, I'm freezing. I'll send you guys some sun and some heat because I have that in abundance here in Florida. Send Please. Send it. I know now that we were uh, we were looking at the weather forecast for the week ahead, hoping that it included some sunshine, and it does, just scattered. So you know, we're getting there. <laughs> so hopefully the sunnies and the bright colors will get us in the summer mood, <laughs> right? And the reason we wanted to be uh, summer summer esque is that today's episode is really all about our support theme for the entire summer season, and that is summer study. For far too long. When the summer months hit, I think all three of us just kind of like threw everything that we were doing out of the damn wagon and we just stopped doing it. And we kind of just did our own thing over those summer months. And I don't know about you guys, but I would find myself at the end of August, September, late September, regretting some of the things that I had done over the summer because I was nowhere closer to my goals. I was farther away. I had probably gained weight. I was feeling gross. Things were not good. Uh, right. So if we truly want to live a different life after surgery, we have to live a different life. So that means we have to do summer differently. <laughs> Absolutely. Which is a little bit of a struggle. Mm-hmm. Right. Just a tad. Uh, but that's why uh, all of the supports that we are rolling out this summer for Barry Nation are really focused on this summer study. How do we stay steadily aligned to our goals, right? As the days get longer, as the temperatures heat up, we really want to focus on how do we create these habit routines, systems, this mindset? How do we create this life that we feel that we never need to take a vacation from? Mm -hmm. That's the goal of summer study. And really it comes down to just consistency. What is consistency? How How do we find it? How do we maintain it? Um, And then, right, taking on or learning these these tricks, these tools, these habits, these these routines that really allow us to stay uh, aligned to our goals. So if you guys are ready, I say, let's just dive in. Let's do it, it, my friends. Okay, so first things first, I looked up the definition of consistency. Y'all know this is this is how I operate. But one of the definitions really struck me as like, oh, okay. And that is consistency means the achievement of a level of performance that does not vary greatly in quality over time. Yeah. Right. Does not vary greatly in quality over time. So let's think back to our current lives (laughs) to most like yesterday. What, what are some things that, that we're having a difficult time doing consistently that we know we should be doing because it aligns to our bariatric goals. I think for, excuse me, for myself, um, it's just being consistent with when I eat, you know, what I'm eating necessarily isn't bad, but, or like not aligned, but the way and when I'm eating, uh, has been a struggle. Um, 
you know, even it's summer kind of right now. And, um, you know, I'm still working. And so work's picking up because of the season and everything like that. And then I have meals prepped, but I may not eat until noon just because I'm like not thinking about it. Mm. Um, So then I'm starving and then I can't eat that much because my restriction. um, So I'm finding myself falling into those old habits of like, don't eat all day and then try and binge at night. And then I'm not reaching my protein goals. I don't feel good. I'm eating right before bed, drinking all my water right before bed. It's like, I'm trying to cram all of this stuff in, in five hours instead of using my full day to reach my goals. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That is a, that's a true struggle. Holy moly. Jason, my friend, what about you? For me really right now, it's if I don't have all of my meals prepped, I don't, I go for the quick, easy, whatever's quick and easy, which is usually not ever healthy. So that's where I'll fall off. Like if I meal prep for a week and I'm good and I'm on day four or five and I'm, and I run out of that, then I'm like, Oh, scrambling and I'll just grab something. And uh, it's kind of two pronged for me because with the grandbabies here, you guys know I had, I've had them for a couple of weeks now and I have, will have them until after the fourth. Mm-hmm. it's been uh, snacking a little more. So fix them a snack, grab a couple for myself, fix them. You know, they don't eat the rest of their snacks. So let me go ahead and finish that before I put the bowl in the dishwasher. Like it's those types of things that I've caught myself doing that, um, you know, that I know are not aligned to what I need to be doing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I definitely feel that. Uh, even yesterday, my little, our little nephew came over with his dad and uh, brought donuts. Totally fine. Right. But I ate a whole donut over an hour, which I would have never done had I not, but you know, here's William and Oh, auntie, let's share a donut and have a bite of this and let, you know, okay. And then, Holy shit. I ate a whole donut, which I haven't done in a very long time. So I feel that I feel that, you know, and for me, movement has been something that I have always struggled with, but my body is screaming for it. Uh, I mowed the lawn yesterday, which I have never done since living in this house. And it is a, it's a lawnmower that moves itself. So you're literally just walking behind, like you basically don't even have to touch it. Right. And I was sore. I was sweaty. I was out of breath and I'm like, I'm not doing anything. And I'm what, what is wrong with me? Oh, it's because I'm not, not moving. So movement is a thing that I've been really struggling with to, to find consistency in. Um, I am eating way past fullness more often than not, which is not good. Uh, and I know that I'm consuming too much food. I mean, on the days that I track even part of the day, I am going way above and beyond what what I need to do and snacking late at night and just eating foods that don't nourish my body, you know, all that kind of crap. So yeah, I got a lot uh, there. There's a lot that I am struggling with in terms of, of, of staying consistent. And I also know in the summertime, you guys know, like I pack up and, and I move to the lake. My family's got a house on a lake, lots of docks, all the boats. I mean, it's like paradise on earth. And that is where I drink way too often and drink way too much. That is like, that is truly train paradise. Really. I mean, I can confirm this. (laughs) (laughs) Matt has, Matt has seen the, the, the Holy land in, in, in person. 
and also experienced the magic slash maybe not magic of yeah of the lake <laughs> yes yes I mean lake life is real and it's glorious until it throws you off track yes yeah yes yes <laughs> so that that is going to be a struggle because as soon as I move down there my brain's like oh lake life bitch you know what I mean like it's just like boop. nope mm-hmm. we lay in on the dock we're doing nothing we're swimming you know we're kayaking but with all of that comes a lot of social opportunity and that usually equates to social drinking um and you know before I know it I can easily have you know granted throughout a day but you know I mean I can have like 10 12 trulies yeah. I don't normally do that. And that greatly impacts my health. Uh, and if I'm doing that for, you know, two months, that's not going to be good. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It, it's really tough. And, and I'm definitely the person where once, it, once I have one or two and we're having a good time, it will not stop. It will just keep, right? Because you just... Yeah. I don't want it to end. Like, I don't want, um, and this is why, like, I've talked about this before. I don't really keep alcohol in my house that much. Like I, I just don't, because I know that that's what I want is I want to keep the good times good. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's how I find myself during the summer. A lot of times is, you know, you're out on the lake or you're, you know, in a barbecue with your friends and, it's like, man, I feel so good right now. I'm like, I don't want this to end ever. And so you just keep going and going and going. And then the next day comes and you feel like you got hit by a truck. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jason, I know you've never experienced this, but you have helped many of us <laughs> get to the place that we will be resting after one of these experiences. I, I, I have indeed. And I can tell you, I, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm missing out on much, but I'm glad you guys have a good time. And I'm glad yeah. I can be the overseer of uh, making yes. sure that you get where you need to be safely. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. You are the official cat wrangler. Yes, you are the official Berry Nation walker. You get everyone yes. to their oh. safely. Thank God. I will never forget in at retreat and it was two in the morning where having a good time with all of our Barry fam one person it was the time they were done and I whip my head around and I look at Jason and I just pointed and he (laughs) dropped everything and him and our other friend rushed over and you know that person was was in their room for the night and Mm -hmm. um, but that is I think a gift in itself. And I know Jason, we tell you that all the time that we can be comfortable letting loose um, because we know that you'll, you'll be there, but that is probably one of my favorite Jason moments. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have to say anything. I just looked. No. At them. <laughs> no, I, I'm, a, I'm a professional cat herder because my <laughs> wife and all of her friends uh, many moons ago when I first met with her, you know, met her, we got to talking and doing all the things. Yeah, I was, I've had to do that with her friends. They used to call me Project Safe Ride and then it's just changed to Juber now. I'm just the Jason Uber. So call it Juber if you need uh, need assistance. I got you like that's how, yeah. Oh my God, that is, that is spot on. That is spot on. Yes, you are absolutely project. I mean, it's not even a project at this point. You are the established safe ride. You're the safe walk, the safe ride. Yes, yes, yes. I'll take it. Oh God. 
So uh, this summer is going to be all about, okay, how do we, how do we find this consistency in the areas that we know in which we need to be consistent in? And part of my kind of understanding or my work that I want to put into this summer is, is really getting to the bottom of why is consistency so difficult? Why is it so flipping hard to just keep doing the things that, that we know we need to do, right? Because we know motivation is not actually a thing. Motivation happens after you do something, not necessarily before. If, if we were, if we waited for motivation to, to be the, the catalyst that, that forced, that forces us to do the things that we know that we need to do, they would never get done. Um, right. And willpower is a depleting bank, right? We have a certain amount in the morning and based on what our day is like, that willpower is going to be gone by breakfast or it could last us throughout the whole day. But that is, that is really going to dramatically shift. Um, and one of my new favorite books, in fact, do I have it here? You guys know, I mean, this is like, yes. Okay. This book, y'all, the slight edge, I had to take the cover off because I am using it, um, as my, like one of my personal Bibles now. Um, it's by Jeff Olson and his theory about really consistency comes down to, we can work really hard towards a goal and we can do certain things that we know we need to do. But once we reach that goal, we're like, oh, I'm here. Cool. I don't need to do any of these things anymore. And we stop doing them. Right. So we see a level of success and then we see that we go back down again and we get so frustrated that we're back down again. And we think, why did that? Why am I not? up to this level anymore, right? You just get so angry and you think that, oh, well, now I have to do something different to get back up there. When in fact, no, no, no. You just have to keep doing those little mundane, boring things day in and day out to continue that level and then to continue <laughs> to grow. Mm -hmm. Right. So that really got my brain thinking about like, well, what were those little mundane things that I was doing when I was losing all of my weight initially after surgery. So what were some of the things that you guys were doing that you remember that maybe seemed mundane or little, but actually led to big results? I think mine was, I actually had alarms set and I listened to my alarms. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I know we talk about alarms all the time. Uh, I really need to get back in the habit of not only setting, setting the alarms, but when they go off, listening to them and not just mm -hmm. kind of like snoozing or turning it off or whatever it may be. Um, I mean, I really did. It was like, okay, now, because I wasn't hungry after surgery, like most of us feel not all of us, I know, but I was not hungry mm -hmm. at all. And so I would go all day. Well, you can't do that when your stomach can only hold two ounces, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, I really did treat those alarms like real alarms. Um, and I just haven't done that. Um, I've been really lax with myself about it. Um, because I think, oh, I'm two years or I'm almost two years out. Like, yeah, I know how to eat. No, I don't. No, I don't. no. I'm discovering that I do not know how to eat. I absolutely do not know how to eat. Oh. I, I, well, I do know how to eat. I know how to eat for 326 pounds. Yes. Yes. I don't know how to eat in a consistent way. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is also very frustrating when you have gone through this huge surgery and you're, you know, getting to the point, I mean, we're all almost two to three years out. And when you get to this point, it's like, 
oh, well, I can eat like a, a plate of food. And, um, but yeah, I, I just don't know how to eat for me now. Yeah. And yeah. I'm happy to learn that. Yeah. Well, and when you, when you're working in the environment that you work in that it can be hard to just say, oh, my alarm went off. I need to pause everything that I'm doing now and, and eat. Right. Yeah. It's so it is so very hard. I know Jason, you're the same way too. Like, you know, you might have a set like lunch break, but it could, that time and varies based on what's going on that day. Yeah. I don't even have a set lunch time to be honest with you. Set uh, breaks, lunches, all that stuff's on the fly. Um, my, yeah, my, my issue that I have strayed away from, from myself has been staying away from simple carbs. I abstain from all the simple carbs, uh, pre-op, I mean, I'm just freshly post-op for a long time because I knew that that would be a slippery slope and then let it back in. And now it's a full-blown avalanche because the slippery slope slipped into something way worse than that. So it's, you know, pizza with the crust, it's some you know ever occasionally now it'll be sandwiches with the bread and you know it's just staying away from the the, the simple white stuff simple white carbs that I was doing when I or stayed away from when I first you know was seeing all my success that I've really let slip out like it, it is you know we talk about we laugh about the cheeses all the time but it's not just that it's it's that and bread and all the other mm-hmm. things that have come back into play and there's a lot a lot of times I can I can just say no to, you know, any kind of bread, any stuff like that. Like I'll, I'll, I'll do away with it. It'll be fine. But there's something like last night we didn't like, we took the girls to Denny's and uh, I had a grand sandwich and I ate the bread and everything. And I was pissed. I couldn't finish the sandwich. I had one half and about half of the other half and was mad. I couldn't plow through the rest of it because I was like, it was so good. I wanted to finish eating it. Now I took one bite of hash browns and gave them to the girls. Like they had the rest of those, but yeah, like I, I'm finding myself the, the emotional attachment of being upset I can't finish stuff is coming back. And that's something that I'm really, really going to have to get in check because I don't want to be that person anymore. Like, I don't want to feel that way. Mm-hmm. I don't like Sarah and bless her heart. Like I, she deserves a fucking medal. I don't know how she puts up with me the way she does because she want like she routinely is like, we need to split whatever we're doing. And I'm like, you know, I'm back to pitching a fit again. Like I'm five. And she's like, dude, you're not going to finish what you're eating. And I'm like, yes, I will. I'm hungry. And then I turn out and I don't every time. And she's like, now we've wasted X amount of dollars because, you know, and there's some stuff we wouldn't split because she likes weird shit. And I don't. So, so there's just stuff that we wouldn't share anyway, because she likes to eat different things. But a lot of the stuff we legitimately could get by with splitting. And I've got to, come back to the realization that that's okay that, that i'm not like i'm not gonna starve i'm not because i do take I'm, I'm to the few bites and get the restriction and i'm like oh i really shouldn't finish this but i can't like my like you were talking about eating way past your full cues i'm doing the same thing because i'm like oh no i can finish that and i'm like what but why like yeah. what's the point like why am i so driven to finish some shit knowing i already feel bad and I'm like, sit back, take a few breaths, wait a minute, and then try to go back in. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I just need to, there, yeah, there's some changes that definitely need to be made. It, um, you said something and it actually reminded me, I need to work on that too, is letting those, those simple carbs back in. Uh, I was at a bridal shower. Oh, yeah. A week ago. 
uh, and they had cupcakes. And I was like, well, I just want half of one. Like, I don't want the whole one. I actually didn't like, I'm not, I'm really not a sweets person anymore, but I was like, they look so good. I just like, so I split one with my mom and it was like a couple of days later. And I was like, why am I craving cake? I don't even like cake. Mm. And it was like, that realized, like I got home from my little mini vacation. And I was like, why am I craving cake right now? Like all I want right now is cake. I don't even like cake. And I was like, what happened? And I was talking to my mom on the phone and she goes, well, you had that cupcake. And I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's what happens to our brains yes. when we allow those past trigger foods. Cause I mean, I would eat cake all the time when I was 400 pounds give me all the cake. And I haven't craved, I I had an actual craving for cake. And I was like, this, this is not good. Yes. And it's scary, right? Because you're like, what? I I don't understand. But it's, it's that one thing it's opening the door that will allow it just to just continue to open. And uh, and I know that there, there are strong opinions in our community about abstaining from certain foods, right? But for some people, we have to, because as soon as we go down that road, it turns on that neural pathway in our brain again, and whoop, we are right back to where we were before. Right. Well, and it's not so much saying that you abstain from anything that's not lettuce and celery. It's just legit. Like there are certain, like I cannot have two cheeses. I can't have a handful. I have to have the box full because there's yeah. more in there and they need to be eaten like that. Yeah. Like legit. We yeah. went to Costco and bought the girls a gigantic box of goldfish that has three bags of goldfish in it. And guess what? It's not just cheeses. It's any cracker with cheddar on it because damn it, I'm <laughs> in those too. So there's lots of the shit that I just can't be around. And so I, I had to stop because I had three bowls in one day and they're small bowls, but I still had three bowls in one day, which is absolutely ridiculous. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't need lunch. I can eat these. Wow. And that legitimately was my lunch. And I'm like, I, you know, that's not, that is not going to align with the macros at all. Nope. Like I am blowing myself completely out of the macros on a lot of categories. So I was going to say, it reminds me of the, that day when I actually sat down and figured out how many macros was in my snack. And it was like a freaking meal. And I was like, oh my God. And I was doing that, right? Like the whole time. No wonder why I'm oh God. I actually what? looked up how many calories are in an avocado and I wanted to pass away because oh. <laughs> it's astronomical. And when I tell you I love avocado. Mm-hmm. Well, and the fat content is high as shit too. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean obviously like fat is good for you. That's a natural fat, like in like a fourth of an avocado, even it's like, Oh my God. And I was eating a whole one in a sitting. Mm -hmm. I love avocado. Right. And, and if I can figure out a way, and that's kind of my, one of my goals this summer. So I really want to like, what, like what you guys are saying, I have let too many simple carbs back into my life. They are my gateway to food bliss, which actually ends up to be food hell. Right. So I've got a new, but I really want to find satisfying meals that are balanced. So it's carb, fat, protein, right. And that are vegetable forward, right. That are fruit forward, that are more whole food forward. Mm -hmm. So finding a way to incorporate that, because I have noticed when I eat avocado, I am very satisfied. 
it just feel it hits that umami spot for me. So if that's something that I enjoy eating, I need to find a creative way to, to include that in my diet in a way that doesn't blow me out of my, my macro goals. Right. Mm -hmm. And tracking is something that so many of us just have a, a, a mindset that is difficult for us to, to do, right. We just got this thing against tracking, but it's the only way that we know what we are actually consuming because I can tell myself, Oh no, I'm eating good today. I'm totally, I'm aligned. This is fine. Oh yeah. I've had 80 grams of protein. The hell I have. I'm eating snacks for, for dinner. I'm having four meals where I'm having, you know, like bowls of goldfish that you're like, this is fine. It's actually not, it's not fine. No. Yeah. Our tracking and I've been, you'll be very proud of me. I've been tracking for three weeks. That's amazing. And you, you, you say this all the time. You don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And I was telling myself, same thing, my breakfast. Oh, this is great. Like I'm within my goals. No, I'm not. No, I'm not like, and mm -hmm. so these are the moments. And like, when I, I did, I tracked half a cupcake. I did everything. And I was like, why am I craving a cupcake? Why am I craving mm -hmm. cake right now? And I had to like, go back and like, look at the macros of a cupcake there. It's not macros. It's carbs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there are no macros carbs and sugar, all the carbs. <laughs> and um, but yeah, I mean, I think, uh, my goal is very similar to yours, April, where it's like, okay, when I'm building my plate, you can have avocado, but maybe you can have like a fourth of one mm -hmm. and you can have potatoes, but maybe you just have less of them. Like mm -hmm. you can have all of these things. We just have to remind ourselves of like what they're worth. Yes. Because yes. there's a value in that food. Oh yeah. Yes. Cause I thought my breakfast was all legit. And then Sarah came this morning and was like, Oh, how cute. Like, Oh, look at you thinking you're doing it. Cause she watched me like she never, she's never home when I make it when it's egg time. So I whipped up my eggs and she was like, that's a, how many eggs is that? And I was like, it's only three. And she was like three. She's like, you've only been eating two for a long time. And I'm like, I've been eating three for a minute. Like you haven't even been here to know, like I've been packing three in for a while. And she's like, and she watched me and I'm like sprinkling cheese in and sprinkling bacon bits in and doing my thing. And she's like, oh, whoa, whoa. And then she like gets the tracker out and she's like, boop, 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 boop. And then she's like, spins it around. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like 480 calories. Yeah. That's okay. It yeah. happens so quick. It does. It's yeah, instant. She she told me, she's like, I mean, you, she's like, like you say, you can build the rest of your day around it. If you really don't want to back off of the three eggs, she's like, but I'm just like, you know, like that's a lot. Like, she's like, you do have a lot of protein in because, you know, still doing my protein shake and all that stuff in the morning that kind of gives that jump start. So, I mean, I'm at 50 grams of protein already today and I haven't eaten anything but that. I mean, so I'm, but it's just kind of the way it all, it balances out. Like I'm going to have to be better with my lunch and my dinner if I want to continue the three egg breakfast because I do know the reason I jumped to three is because two I was still have I still had enough room like left that it bothered me when I was done like I wasn't full I wasn't satiated I was like I didn't have any of that so I would eat 
two eggs and then I would go find like a protein bar like 15 minutes later. And then I'm like, nah, that's what now I know I'm getting out of hand because protein bar comes with a whole other set of macro, <laughs> whole other set of digits I got to put in that are not going to, it's just going to go up. Mm-hmm. So I, I switched to the extra egg, which works. Like I don't do anything after that. I just go to straight water until lunchtime. So it's just going to be like, if I really want to continue that down the three egg path, I'm just going to have to have a better breakfast and lunch, or I mean, a better uh, lunch and, and dinner to mm-hmm. be able to do it. So I mean, but also like NASA, I mean, you, you guys said, you don't know what you don't know. And without that data, I have no idea. So I'm going into this shit like blind mm-hmm. thinking I've been doing great, but you know, me and like me and the scale have been fighting for a long time. So now, but now I know why, like I'm compiling that data and I'm going to know exactly where I need to continue to start making these cuts to make this, you know, to get myself back where I want to be because I'm already feeling the effects. It's funny because, you know, I, I try to fool myself into saying that I haven't had a lot of regain, but I've had enough that it's already affecting me in a negative way. Like I'm getting out of breath on when I wasn't getting out of breath before. I'm having to, like, I'm uncomfortable laying in certain positions like I wasn't before. And it pissed me off enough. It woke me up the other night. And I was, I, I stayed up for probably three hours just going over everything in my head. It went from shame cycle to spiral to how am I going to get back to building a plan to freaking the hell back out again? Like, it was just, it was bad. It was, it was, it was pretty awful. It was probably the worst time I've had since I've had surgery altogether. Oh my God. You didn't tell us. What the hell, Jason? You're supposed to tell us these things. I was trying to, and I think I was trying to rationalize it in my head or trying to get to a place where I could actually talk about it. Because this is the first I've actually said it out loud. Like nobody knows, like this is the first I'm even saying it. Like Sarah doesn't do that. Wow. Yeah, I didn't say anything to anybody. I just sat, I was just sitting with it like, oh, this sucks. Like, whoa. But like I worked in the backyard yesterday and I was dying, but I would have been dying anyway because it was hot as hell. But I honestly, like, there's a lot of just walking normal distances where it didn't affect me before that I, now I can catch it way better than I used to be able to catch my breath, but I still am out of breath enough that I notice. Wow. Those moments are so, they're scary. Like you said, April, they're really scary, but they're needed. They're necessary in because we had that before too, right? Like that's why we had surgery was we had one of those moments like you had Jason and now you're having another one and this is going to propel you. It's going to propel me April into continuing. I think we've been saying it a lot lately that there's no after to this surgery. We post a lot of before and after pictures and all of that. Like there is no after we keep ha- every couple of years, we're going to have these moments of like, what the hell am I doing? Mm-hmm. And you're making a choice, Jason. We, we are making a choice right now to say, we're not going to let this summer be how it has been in the past. We're, we're actively choosing to better ourselves. And it is a choice, you know, Jason could continue his you know, three egg, uh, omelets in the morning, I could continue to eat cake, you know, like mm-hmm. y'all have choices, but I think these moments that we're having right now are 
really necessary in our growth and moving forward. Well, absolutely. I mean, Jason, before surgery, every time you noticed a new limitation, your, your answer was probably food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Always. It was like, cause it was the only, you know, like we say before, it was the only thing I can control. It was the only thing I had to say. And it was the only thing that never let me down. It was always there. Mm-hmm. The light's always on. Somebody's always smiling, ready to hand you the bag. So. Right. That's, well, and now you're, and, and now your response was you had, you, you had a straight out freak out. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. You know, because uh, I never, I never want to, I can, I, you know, I remember being out of breath to a point where I would see spots and start to black out and know that I, you know, that this could have been it. Like I remember vividly many, many times where I would be that out of breath. So it, scared the shit out of me to even be a little out of breath the other day because I was like what wait a minute like I was doing you know two and a half hour workouts and shit you know before the doctor put a stop to it and I was good like I could do the two and a half hour workout then do you know 15-20 minutes on the treadmill and not even bat an eye mm-hmm. and here I am doing something st- stupid small like walking across the house one end of the house to the other and I'm like little winded and it was enough for me. Wow. So what, what do you think? And I wanted to ask you this too, when, when, when you were talking about, you know, eating past fullness, because this is the question that I've been asking myself when, when, when the, these moments arrive is why do I feel that I need to keep eating? Why, why am I feeling this way? Have you asked yourself that question and do you have an answer or are you, are you still trying to figure it out? I've asked the question, but I have yet to come up with the answer. I don't, honestly, I don't know other than the fact that it's just my old brain trying to tell me that there's, you know, I'm, I'm far enough out. There's no reason I shouldn't be able to finish what I would call a normal meal, mm. which is, you know, the, the, if you've ever been to Denny's or had a grand slam, which it's nothing but some eggs, some sausage and some ham on a, just a regular sandwich that they cut into triangles and it's not like a monstrous, it's not a huge thing. So the fact that I wasn't able to finish it, I think, I don't know if it bothered me because that, uh, you know, it, it's just kind of something I'm wrestling with in my mind that I really don't have an answer to currently. Yeah. Cause when, when I've been asking myself that question, it's my, 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 my initial responses I'm avoiding. I'm avoiding doing something either, right? There, there's something that I, I don't want to do or there's something that I'm scared to do. There's something that I just don't feel like doing and I want to avoid whatever that is. So I'm just gonna keep eating because if I'm done eating, then I have to actually go do the thing or feel the thing or acknowledge or whatever, right? So nope, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep zoning out here and I'm just gonna keep, you know, keep this feeling going. Um, and it's been interesting and it has been really hard for me to just stop eating, right? I think I'm still eating beyond fullness more often than not. Even once I acknowledge, oh, I'm avoiding. I still, I'm just like, oh, I'm avoiding. Okay, I, I just can't, right? And I'm, and I'm still doing it. Um, but asking myself that question has, has been helpful. And I think it's gonna be different every day. Um, but also me doing the work to disconnect eating with my emotional state is, is where the work is. And it sounds like that's, that's what you're battling with too. 
Yeah, I uh, definitely got to do some digging and some more head work on it and figure out where it's coming from. But yeah, I yeah. got to need to get to the bottom of it. Well, and I think too, I'm going to, um, I think Laura leads an emotional eating support group in Berry Nation. And I've, I have not been to that one. I go to the life and maintenance one uh, when I can, but I think I'm going to start going to that emotional eating group because that is, that is exactly what I am experiencing. Um, and it's, it's a real struggle. It is a real struggle. Because well, my biggest issue is, is it's not even emotional for me. Like I was having a great day. Like I was with, we were with the grandbabies, like hanging out, chilling, not having a problem, like stopping for, for dinner before we take them to get snow cones. Like it was just a whole, like there was absolutely nothing involved, but it legit is the drive in me for some reason to be able to finish the food. I just don't like, that's the shit to me. I've got to get home. Yeah. But I think that that's, I mean, I understand that. I mean, I look at a plate of food and there are days that I'm like, no, like I need to finish all of that. I absolutely do not because that is not the right serving size for me anymore. But it's that, it's that old brain that's like, no, 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 that's, yeah, no. Uh, are you, Jason, are you thinking that you are going to start tracking this summer? Like, where are you at with, with tracking? Like, how are you oh, going to? Yeah, no. yeah, no, I downloaded the app uh, yesterday. Uh, Sarah was helping me set it up a little bit ago, get some stuff in there. So yeah, no, my, my breakfast, for, my breakfast for today is done. I've got to log my lunch. She's helping me kind of build it out. So I'm going to have to, like, there's no way around it. I can't, okay. I can't get back from where I am now to where I want to be yeah. without do it without the data. Like it's just, there's just not like, if you guys know, I've never been the, the tracker person, but I just don't have an option right now. I'm out, I'm out yeah. of options. So I'm kind of looking at this like my, like my sleeve 2.0. Like I was out of options then I had to get the sleeve. So now I'm out of options. I got to track. Like I can't, there's no way I can do it on my own because doing it on my own has got me to where I am now. I feel the same way. That's why I started as well. And that, and that is so true because, and, and there's a lot of good in that statement, right? You did, we all did a lot of little things that led to this massive weight loss, mission accomplished. And now we're recognizing what have I stopped doing? And since I've stopped doing these things, I'm noticing my weight creeping back up again, right? So for us to recognize this and go, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, uh, what? No, right? I, I need to do something different. And realizing that like, okay, that period of rapid weight loss has ended. Now I'm kind of moving into this, this maintenance and this different understanding, right? Of, of it. So yeah, so it isn't like what we learned was, was lost. It's just that now I need to apply it in, in different ways, right? And those little things that I remember doing was, yeah, I, I never ate past fullness. I ate meals. I wasn't snacking. I was thinking more about my emotional state. I was moving more consistently than what I even am now. So all of those little things that I was doing was adding up to it, taking my vitamins, tracking my food, right? Those were the little mundane things that I was doing to lose that massive amount of weight. And I have stopped now with those, right? So I pulled up the, uh, so if you guys uh, are, if you follow us on Instagram, uh, we have been rolling out kind of our, our summer study supports um, th these last couple of weeks. And when we sat down um, and really thought about what were those little things that we were doing to help us lose the weight, we, we decided, you know, th this could be things that, that we in our community could focus on. And it's exactly what we're talking about right now, right? So movement, mindset, metabolic wellness, those are like the three tenets, right? Of like 
success after bariatric surgery. So summer study, we can have daily intentional movement, whether that's a walk, a kayak, a swim, whatever, going to the gym, daily intentional movement above and beyond what we normally do. We're hosting a step back challenge in July. Hopefully you can join us for that. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so, so that's part of the movement. And then under mindset, recognizing and shifting the all or nothing mindset, which we talk about all the time, practicing body acceptance. And then Jason, this is really what, what you and I were talking about, practice awareness. Why am I feeling this way? Why am I thinking this, right? That's that mindset work that we need to do. And then for metabolic wellness, stop when we're full. Are we getting in our full 64 ounces of water? Are we taking our vitamins and are we always starting with protein, right? So we purposely didn't want to put tracking on here because tracking is, it's a very personal thing. We know it's triggering for some and not for others. This in itself, this is a tracker of sorts. Uh, but I know that the three of us, we have another one where we kind of get to really outline our goals. Macro tracking is going to be key for me. Macro tracking and really kind of like meal maybe development or like recipe testing or just finding out like, what do I really like to eat that is satisfying and that's nutritious and that I could repeat throughout the whole year, not just in those summer months. Yeah. I think, um, something I've been trying to do because summer, I think we all have those certain foods and things that we look forward to eating every summer. Um, and mine is pasta salad. I, love pasta salad. <laughs> it's a problem. Um, well there's love and then there's my love for pasta mm. salad. Like it's another level. Um, and so I thought, okay, summer is coming. I want to be able, I can eat a little bit more than I could last year. I want to be able to enjoy these things, but I also want to stay in my macro goals and so I've actually been like having fun with making different pasta salads with bonza pasta. And because there's like 20 grams of protein in one mm-hmm. serving of bonza pasta mm-hmm. and I can't eat a whole. Yeah. Jason. Yeah. It's insane. Um, so I can't eat a whole serving of bonza pasta, but if I put it in with other things, I can eat like half of one. Something went wrong. Yes. Um, try again. And <laughs> apparently bonza pasta is not correct according to it's not bonza pasta. So I made like a it was a um a, ta- a zesty Italian pasta salad that my family makes every year, but I made it with po- with bonza pasta and I was satisfied. It was delicious. It kept in my fridge for a week. Like, and I didn't really miss, I mean, obviously it's a little different because it's not real pasta, but it hit that, that spot for me. And I know that we talk about this a lot of like, can I avoid it? Can I make something to replace it? Or do I just indulge in it? And it's like, well, I can't indulge in it every day of the week you know, and it's been an itch that I needed to scratch. And I think April, like you, I'm going to just try out new things. Like, can I Mm -hmm. make these foods that I love bariatric friendly? Mm -hmm. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But I I think that's what I'm going to be really focusing on this summer is like trying to find that happy medium. Yeah. Yep. 
And I think too, you know, the, the key to consistency, right, is that that, that keeping that level, of, I'm looking at the definition, right? The achievement of a level of performance that does not vary greatly in time, in, in quality over time. And, you know, I would love to say, I'm going to commit to all of these things this summer, but I need to just pick one of those things, right? And I just need to say like, okay, if, if tracking is going to be the key that's really going to help me understand my macro world, like what am I eating? how is food um, being used in my body, all that kind of stuff, then that is like the biggest thing. And I just have to do it, even when I don't feel like doing it, especially when I don't feel like doing it. It just needs to be something that I need to, that, that I need to do no matter what. So I don't know if that's building in time. I don't know if that is, you know, pre-tracking. I don't know what that's going to look like, but that that is just what what I need to do. And instead of thinking at it, at, at, of it as like, oh my God, this is so ridiculous or oh, I hate doing this or blah, blah, blah. I just need to shift even what I'm telling myself. And I just need to say, no, I, I am a person who tracks. I am tracking this summer. This does not take more time than, than anything else, right? This is going to provide me data. I need to start talking about it in a different light than what I'm currently because bashing tracking in my brain is not gonna help me track at all no well in the the key sentence or the, the key phrase in that definition is over time that's what a lot of people don't hone in on is this is not a sprint you're not going to get it all down today you can't just say well you know i've had 10 pounds of regain so now i'm just going to track take my vitamins drink my water hit my protein do all that like you're not going to do that tomorrow because you're not doing it today like it's mm -hmm. over time for a reason so you can start with your water today. Once you know the water, you do something, you know, you do your protein and you go to your body. Like there's, there's steps that you can take that will get you back where you want to be. But like I said, the key phrase is over time. Yeah. And, and I'll get to the point where I'm just like, oh my God. And I've been feeling like this lately. It's like, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this. I want to be done. I'm so over this. But then I think back to, I, I was tired of being obese. And it's like, okay, this is nothing different. So the work is the work is the work. So, right, if, if I want to live at a healthy weight, this is what I have to do right now. Mm -hmm. Choose your hard. Choose your hard. Ugh. Well, that's yeah. like what I said earlier, you know, like we've had that moment that Jason had this week is the same moment that every bariatric patient had before they booked their consultation, before they started their pre-op diet, before they had the day before their surgery, we've had those moments before. And I know that they're shocking now because we think, uh, like we said earlier, we think, oh, we're supposed to be done. We're supposed to be good. That's just not life. That's not going to be what, how it is. So when we have these moments, like Jason said, this is our VSG 2.0. And then the next time we have it, it's going to be VSG 3.0. And it's just going to keep going because that's the life that we are choosing. Yeah. Yep. And, and we do have to choose into this life every day. And, and I just keep coming back to the fact of like, I know how to eat for 326 pounds. I do not yet know how to eat for 205 right or 190 or whatever that is i don't know how to do that yet yep. um and that's okay you know i i thought that i should have it figured out by now but i don't um and even when i was at my heaviest i was 
I mean, that, that was a whole nother figuring out how to eat there too. So, you know, I, again, I have to give myself some space and grace and, and I'm very much looking forward to the summer because the summer for me means I will have more time, right? Teaching is done. I will have this space to kind of do this mental work. Um, and that's a gift that I know not a lot of people have. So I'm, I'm excited to, to, to take that gift and to really focus on, um, on understanding these things, focusing on tracking, focusing on those, those, those daily things so that I can use the summer to really embed them into my life so that I'm doing them every day, no matter what I'm doing or where I'm at, right? Building a life, building systems and routines that I never feel like I need a vacation from. Well, it's just like when we went to retreat, I mean, those of you who are following us, like April showed our our uh, hotel room. Mm -hmm. I brought just butter fiber. I brought protein 2.0. I brought dive bars. I brought snacks from home in my own little baggie. You know, it's like, I think, I know we're talking a lot about like things that we have been doing that haven't been working, but I know our goal is to have that life that we don't have to vacation from. And that was a really good example of me being like, no, I have to have my fiber. I have Mm -hmm. to drink protein. Like these are non-negotiables mm-hmm. no matter where I am. If I'm in Florida, if I'm in Washington, if I'm on vacation, if I'm working, these are non-negotiables and I have to, I have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. That yeah, is and, cool. and having those to build on is, is, is the best part. I mean, that's the best stepping stone there is because you've already got those things locked in that, you know, Mm-hmm. aren't gonna you're not gonna stray from those because that's what you know that's just your routine mm-hmm. so having that in place already gives you a solid foundation to build on from there yeah I have to say I'm pretty excited I used to feel very overwhelmed by summer because like my family reunion is the fourth of July which is like the kickoff to summer and I used to just in a way dread it because I was like oh my routine's off and I can't you know, keep what I was doing. And it's like, after going to retreat that really solidified to me, like, no, you can, you can do this. Like, this is a thing that you are capable of doing. And was, I I was not perfect on retreat, but I had that to start my day every single day. Um, So in a way, as overwhelming as like summer can be, I'm kind of excited because I have that, I have that routine in my back pocket. Yep. A thousand percent. Yeah. Well, friends, so we're going to be checking in with each other at least once a month about summer study, maybe even twice a month. And we'll of course be sharing, you know, our progress and what we're going through on stories. And when we go live on struggle bus, um, yeah. And if you guys would also like to share what you are working on this summer, how you are learning to go summer study, please share that with us. You can tag us in any of like your Instagram posts. You can send us a direct message. We are using the hashtag summer study. So if you use that, we, we will be able to see it that way and, and we can share it as well. So we know that we're in this together as a community and we invite you to join us in going summer study this season. It's going to be good. Absolutely. Nat, is there something you'd like to share with the community? Yes. So we are actually recording on our favorite day of the week, which is Sunday. Um, Every single Sunday, we get to shout out one of you, our Instagram followers, our podcast listeners. Um, We just get to to share you, your story, your journey. 
Um, all you have to do is go to the link in our Instagram bio. There's a shout out Sunday submission Google form. We'll ask you some questions about where you are on your journey. Um, you can be pre-op, post-op, 10 years post-op, it does not matter. Um, you can be thinking about surgery, whatever it is. Uh, we'll ask you some questions about your journey, you know, the highs, the lows, the in-betweens. Uh, and then you'll just upload a picture of yourself that you're proud of. It does not have to be a before and after. So if you're pre-op, please don't worry about that. Please just share your favorite photo of yourself. Um, and then I just take all of that, mash it all together and put it on Instagram and we get to celebrate you guys. So, uh, I love to, to create those posts because I get to learn a lot about you guys and, um, I love posting them because we get to celebrate you and the community gets to celebrate you. So again, head over to the link in our bio, fill out that form. Uh, you do not have to be a part of the uh, paid membership. Uh, you don't have to pay us. You don't have to do anything, but fill out that form. So um, yeah, go over there. There's over almost 17,000 of you now. So uh, we have some work to do. Um, so put your stuff up in that Google that <laughs> is insane that I mean it's just it, it makes me feel so good that we are such a growing thriving community that so many people are are in it to win it and they're here to support the yeah. community I mean it's just yeah and it, there's no better way to celebrate the bariatric community than by sharing our stories yes that's it that's it and if you guys are looking for extra support this summer, we do have the Berry Nation membership community. You guys, we partner with experts to deliver content. So we have support groups that are led by bariatric therapists, uh, and they are targeted for what we need. So we have a regain support group. Uh, we have an emotional eating support group, building healthy habits, addiction and addiction transfer. Uh, this summer, I'm going to be leading like a peer-to-peer -peer kind of like summer study regain reboot kind of, you know, group. We've got classes that are led by registered dietitians. I mean, it's amazing. It's absolutely packed with support uh, and it's all digital. It's done by a zoom. You get to self-select what you want to attend. Uh, it, it's a pretty magical place. So if you're looking for just that little extra layer of support, highly recommend that you check it out. You have 14 days to try it before you commit to a membership. We know that you know, that support might not be exactly what you're looking for, and that's okay. We just want uh, to connect you with the resources and the experts and the support that you need to, to kind of find and maintain that healthy, healthy, oh my gosh, healthy, happy weight. Good Lord. <laughs> Finally got it out. So just head to www.berrynation.com to learn more about it. And you can also always email us, you guys, if you have a question, um, yeah, just send it, send it our way. Okay, I think I did it. Jason, my friend, you want to take us out? Yes, ma'am. We just want to thank you guys so much for the support you've already given us and telling people, you know, word of mouth has traveled fast. We've grown, like Natalie said, we're almost to 17,000 of you guys, which is amazing. We, uh, you know, I, I remember <laughs> I remember the first 100 and I still keep the graphic in my phone that I put up for the first 100 followers. So, uh, I, you know, every time we hit another milestone it just uh you know just solidifies the fact that i feel like we're doing what we're supposed to be doing so mm -hmm. we thank you guys so much for that and don't forget you can always like share subscribe uh leave us ratings on your favorite podcast players as well as our youtube channel and uh, on the anchor app you can also leave us voice messages that we can add into future episodes of the podcast which we'd love to do because it also is another way to highlight you guys and we appreciate that and uh, don't forget at the end of the day, you've got this, we've got you, and we'll see you next time. Awesome. Thanks, friends. Bye-bye. <laughs>